Welcome back to Goonies World. My name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined by Johnny Farrow, also known as Sean. Hey there. How are you doing, everyone out there in the world? And, of course, our GM Meanie, also known as Ryan. Hello, everybody. And uh, we're going for episode number four. in our nuked game, uh, which I found on Reddit, and uh, they have an itch.io. If you haven't already checked them out, I highly recommend it. Um, but anyway, they seem like a nice, nice couple dudes. And uh, but our, well, I hesitate to call them heroes. Um, our friends, uh, Dennis and Honcho. Um, when we left them off, I believe they had just. Uh, Approach the exterior of the Bain Labs building in Lake City. Yep. Now, it, it has been uh, suggested to you that, uh, you know, it would be impossible to get inside. But, who knows? Um, now, it's 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 a not a, a huge building, but it is pretty good size. It's probably about, it looks like it, probably about 30 feet, 35, 40 feet high, uh, maybe like, you know, the height of a three or four story building. Um, and it's a like perfect square just about. Um, and, um, it's all like, you know, you can't, you don't see any windows. There is a door, uh, in the, in the front, in the center. And there's sort of a uh, U shaped driveway, uh, in front. And, uh, uh, the, the sign, a, a sign above the door was not really a sign. It's just letters, kind of uh, planted into the alabaster surface that spell out Bane. But it, uh, that's the only identifier. Other than in the center of the U-shaped driveway, um, there's sort of a grassy knoll, you might say. And um, <clears throat> watch out for second shooters. It's <laughs> yeah. a grassy knoll. And uh, uh, in that little grassy area, there is a statue of a of a fairly attractive, confident-looking man with a smirk on his face, um, which you can probably assume to be Bane himself. Yeah, look at that smug asshole. I think he looks cool. He looks like the NPC of a really cool dude. That's what I think. But, uh, I don't like him. Yeah, our listeners will will not. Many listeners won't know this, but Brendan Bain is a character who is kind of a supervillain in our Cape City games, and has appeared in our Gonan's World games, and he's sort of a multi-dimensional villain. And so, mm-hmm. you know, we will drop many in jokes that you might not get, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. He does look like a smug son of a bitch, don't he? Yeah, he he certainly does, and. Uh well, you know, uh, he, he, for all you know, he could be alive and or have implanted himself, his consciousness into some technology or, I mean, who knows, you know, mm-hmm. um, the guy certainly had no, uh, limit to what he could spend money on. So who knows what's inside this crazy place? Mm-hmm. There's some fine relics in there. That's what I know. Yeah, we gotta find a way in there first. No, they say there ain't no way to get in. That's what they say. 
But I know you're going to find a way, Mr. Pickle, because you're smart. That's right. Uh, Ain't nothing keeping me out of there. But uh, I say maybe, you know, we we ought to think about uh, getting closer and and seeing if we can spot any security measures, anything like that. Okay. It sounds like you're going to approach the front door then. Well, we might want to actually kind of circle circle around if we can the whole thing and see if there's uh, any other openings or doors you know since this building is so old although they they do say it's impenetrable you know there could be a something a hole in the wall or something might as well give it the old reach around at least once well, on the left side of the building is kind of a, a small parking lot, um, and it's not, and it doesn't abut the building, a building behind it or to its right either. So yes, you can circle around the entire thing if you're so inclined. And um, <clears throat> so I'm going to assume that you, since you approached it from what would be, if you're facing it, the left side of the building, I'm going to assume that you head down, like uh, that around that corner and down that left side of the building through that parking lot. Um, and in the parking lot, I should mention, there's kind of a um, a large uh, flatbed. It's an obviously old, ruined, useless semi, but it's got like a, it's like a semi-truck with a, with a large, wide-load flatbed on it, all broken down and rusted out. And the building side, also no windows uh, on this side, but the entire side of the building almost looks like it is sort of split down the middle and um, it looks like there are basically two massive floor-to-ceiling doors um, that would either, you can't tell how they, how they open, but it looks like it maybe would either maybe open outward or, or slide open. Mm-hmm. It's hard to hard to say, uh, but they're really, really big. Damn, that's a big door. Yeah, well, it actually might be easier to get in the front door if the front door's uh, what they think people are going to come in, uh, where they're going to come in. Uh, they might uh, it might be more secure in the front door. This this door, you know, we'll have to. Keep an eye on this one. It's an, it's an option, maybe, but let's uh, see what else we got. Yeah, I don't even want to think about what goes in and out of a door this side. That is a humongous door. Big-ass robots going in and out door like that. Could be. It's all right, because we fearless robot fighters. Ain't that right, Mr. Pickle? Yeah, we took care of that one son of a bitch. We'll take care That's of the right. others. That's right. Now, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Jerry Green, uh, the, the quote-unquote glowy, <clears throat> had suggested to you that uh, he believed that there was indeed some kind of giant, you know, robot guarding this place. Yeah, yeah, he yep. did. Yeah. 
Okay, I thought so. Just making sure. Yeah, he's on the lookout for some giant robots. Well, you ain't seen one yet. And um, <clears throat> But that's really about all that's of interest uh, on the left side of the building, and you carry on around to the back, um, which is just kind of a filthy alley uh, between this building and the one behind it, which is kind of a crumbling brick mess. Looks like uh, it's probably not being used for anything currently. Um, and there is nothing on the back wall at all. It's completely featureless. Um, and uh, as you come around the corner to the right side of the building, you, you see that <clears throat> similarly, this is the side. No windows, no doors, like nothing. Hmm. Just nothing. Now I wonder, well, Mr. Pickle, you, you think uh, maybe we should just try the door. You know, you never know. Yeah, I'm I'm a little hesitant with the, uh, you know, it seems like that's the first thing people are going to try, and, and ain't nobody got in yet. Well, maybe there's just such a big rumor, you know, that that's so impenetrable that nobody's ever tried to penetrable it before and get inside. <laughs> and they tried to yeah. penetrate, whatever that word is. But you know another thing. I thought you were a cunning linguist. Now you said I, I you forgot were I was a cunning linguist. That's how I knew to correct myself because I just, I just I'm a cunning linguist. You but uh, I'm learning. But you know when we were staying at that hotel and uh, we we were staying up on the, the upper floors, I looked out the window and I saw on top of the, some of the rooftops and the other. Sometimes they get like ventilators or something. So maybe if we get up on the roof, there might be some way to get down in through some kind of. You know, ventilators or shafts or whatnot. Yeah, so I remember yeah. that was a suggestion. Uh, and, uh, you know, I got these wings. I just want to, you know, spread out, uh, kind of cramping up. and uh, But those are just for gliding, you know. I can't really fly up, but I, if, I could, if I could climb up uh, somehow... And, and then, you know, if I fell, I could just glide to safety. Uh, and if there wasn't an opening, I could glide back down. But I got to get up. Yeah, here, take the, ed- take the end of my rope here. I got 50 feet of this here rope. Take the edge of it. Start climbing, Mr. Pickle. So is there, is there anything to climb up with, or would that be very difficult to do? So the uh, the building itself is basically just like, you know, I mean, it's the exterior is pretty grimy, uh, obviously, due to the years of not being washed or anything. But um, but it's pretty freaking smooth. I mean, you 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 would almost have to like either I don't know maybe I don't want to give you too many suggestions. It seems like it would be. Let me just say it seems like it would be very difficult to. Uh, scale the side of the building mm-hmm. you might you might have to you know construct something or or come up with something yeah this thing looks like a solid cube that I don't think I'm gonna be able to scale but is there um any of the buildings nearby like um that same height as this? Well, yes, the crumbling 
ruined brick building uh, behind this. And now the alley, it's not. Uh, the alley between the two is not super wide. Um, and you could probably jump from part of the ruins to uh, the roof of this building if you were so inclined. I didn't even think of that, but that's a good point. Yeah, because uh, with these uh, vestigial wings, I can glide at my current level, which is four, I can glide up to 40 feet. So I think that would, that hopefully should do it. Yeah, then you could pull me up with the rope. Yeah, I would I say so. that probably the the only real risk there, and there's not too much of one considering the wing situation, would be that you know the brick structure beneath you might not be able to support your weight. But yeah. if, even if you fell or something, obviously it wouldn't be that big of a deal. So well, Mister Pickle ain't of afraid of that. No, I live my life uh, this, this long. I ain't afraid of dying. So, I'm finally doing something with my life now. I think I gotta uh, ascend up this other building and soar. Okay, well, um, I leave it up to you. Um, you walk around back to the backside of the building and assess this sort of crumbling brick structure and see if you can find a, a way up. And of course, you know, it, it, there, it basically it's going to be either um, brain, or not sorry, not brains, but either muscle or uh, uh, agility, depending on how you want to approach it. You know, like pulling yourself up with your raw strength or, or, or dexterously uh, uh, climbing. Um, yeah, my agility is one higher than muscle, um, so I might want to think of, I might have to use that, uh, rope to get up somehow. Is there, uh, well, I still, that would still require strength to pull myself up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's probably... I, I think he's overthinking it, Mr. Pickle. Just jump up there and start climbing. I bet you can make it. Yeah, I don't have no bright idea, so... I guess I'm just gonna try to climb up using we done, my we strength. Done good this, we done good so far without having any bright ideas. Between the two of us, I don't think we had a single one. Oh, no, I don't know about that, but... I had a, I had a few. You didn't have nothing, but uh, you know, you're still learning. Yeah, you just sit back and watch. I'll I'll climb up. All right. Why don't we start actually with a brains roll to see if you can uh, find a path up that uh, will not, you know, collapse. Okay. And I rolled a 10, and I have a 12. All right, well, that's going to succeed. So it looks like you have found a route. Now uh, make your muscle end or agility, depending on what you choose. Eh, I mean, I don't think I... I'll just use muscle because I can't think of any other 
intelligent way other than pulling myself up. And I got an 11 and I have a 12. Nice. Another success. All right. Well, you find yourself perched on a little uh, section of brick wall about 12 feet uh, higher than the roof of the uh, building, the Bane building. Um, So you can easily glide from here down to the roof with no issues. All right. Well, he's going to uh, take off his his, oversized shirt and... um, tie it around his waist let his wings spread out oh yeah oh feels good in the breeze I don't even know what they <laughs> look like if they're like leathery wings or they're like feather I mean I guess that would be up to me I think so yeah. I think they would be like pretty nasty looking with a like gnarly old bat wing. <laughs> yeah, with a few, like, little stubby feathers. and But some, yeah, veiny and gross, like a, you I'm, know, what you would expect an old like man's some, wings to look like. Like gnarled little claw hand thing bat on things, one end. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to jump and soar. I don't even think it says anything like, you know, that I need to roll. Just no, I, I don't think you do. I was I wasn't going to make you roll a, th- a dang thing and just uh, you just kind of spread your nasty wings and and glide down and you find yourself uh, on top of this large building. And uh, Hancho, watching from below, you see your. <laughs> Your father figure, I guess, as it were, um, spread out his grody wings and glide down almost gracefully to the top of this large building. Dan, that's a graceful son bitch right there. You're a graceful son of a bitch, Mr. Pickle. What? Nothing. Well, you probably are talking shit on me. No, hey, hey, I'm going to toss up this here rope. I'm going to toss up the end of this here rope. You grab it and pull me up. Uh, toss up the rope, will you? Yeah, okay, good idea. Uh, I'll toss, like, swing it around a few times, you know, get some momentum and toss the the big wadded end up there, you know. So you can catch right on. It. I think you can do that pretty... I mean, whatever, it's it's it's... it's there's really no stakes. You can throw it three or four times. Yeah, that's you're true. just not like you know. That's so, true. so I'm not going to make you roll. I just assume that you get it. I take up there twenty. I take twenty. Eventually. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know, before you might before you climb up there, you might I might look around and see if there's any, you know, even <laughs> reason why uh, you would need to climb up here if there's any kind of vents our door up here at all or anything well yes there there's no door um <clears throat> but there are um along the up so at the front of the building um there are six uh like ventilation uh things like installations um 
like equally spaced out across um, there's like three and then kind of a blank area and then three more um, these do not appear as though they would be anywhere near large enough if you removed them to get down inside unfortunately and then at the sort of back of the building sort of in the middle in the center um, there is a large um, grate um, with a uh, fan sort of spinning and you can feel like sort of warm humid air blowing out of it um, but it's you, it's large if you could possibly find a way to stop it we might be able to drop down but you'd probably need to use the rope because it's a long ways to the floor mm-hmm. well come on up honcho okay give me a pull uh, well yeah I will uh, or I oh, can I is there a way any way to tie the the rope off yeah, you could tell you, you could tell it's one of these uh, six smaller ventilation uh, tube things um, oh, okay. pretty easily. Okay, well, and I'll scamper on up once yeah. you guys. Uh... We got a big fan here. This big uh, vent system here. Uh, I figure um, we maybe now is this fan like actually turning? Yes. Okay. Well, I got uh, this crowbar I could stick in there and jam it up. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I also got this here metal briefcase full of poker chips. Might be less useful to us than a crowbar. So I could put that in there too, whatever you think's best. We got a couple options. Well, yeah, I don't think them poker chip's gonna do much at all but I'm gonna I'm gonna cram this crowbar in here and uh hold on to it uh, I don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> so you're gonna, are you gonna take the grate off first or are you just gonna try to get the fan blade stopped uh well I might as well uh use the uh, crowbar first in case I it's fucked up in the fan to remove the grate with it now. Alright, fair enough. So you're going to jam the crowbar down into the spinning fan blades? And well, it's not spinning super fast, but... After I get the grate off. Oh, you're taking the grate off first. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so I don't... In case I can't use the crowbar um, later, so I'm going to um, try to pry off the grate. Well, that's going to be a muscle roll, I think. Alright. I don't need your muscle for this. None of you got none. I rolled a two. Alright, well, that, you're able to pry the grate off with uh, no problem at all. Yep. Well, yeah, I got that... Uh, veteran kind of strength you know muscle just uh, grows in with age I think old man strength is a thing it's true <laughs> yeah 
does seem to be true. Since an old old men knock younger people out and the UFC happens. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now I want to try to cram this in here. You try to get it in on an angle and uh, see if uh, we can wedge it in there. All right. Um, so you begin trying to wedge this crowbar uh, into the fan in order to stop it spinning. And um, you were caught off guard. I mean, it's not spinning very quickly, but just by how strong the motor apparently is, make a muscle roll or uh, it's going to pull this crowbar out of your hands. Yeah. Okay. God damn it. 17. Well, you jam your crowbar down in there, but the, the strength of the motor, it just it rips the crowbar right out of your, out of your hands, and it, you, God, you, it, you hear it like whistling in the wind as it falls, and then clangs on the floor below. Yeah, damn sucker ripped it right out of my hands. Yeah, I'm going to jam this here. I'm going to jam my metal briefcase in there. It's, it's yeah, edgy. Yeah. It's like it's thicker, you know. Maybe it'll, it'll do a little better. I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna try it. So I'll, uh, I'll I'll shove my metal briefcase full of poker chips in the uh, in the same spot and do my best. I'll make a muscle roll. I have a 14. I rolled a four. Full 10 lifts. Hopefully that. All will right. Work. Well, you. So there's um. The 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 fan itself is spinning. It's sort of like at this cross shaped. Uh, support structure that it's that it's attached to, and you jam this metal briefcase um, down in in between one of the cross braces and the fan blade, and uh, it begins to crush this case, but it does mm. stop the fan. Hmm. Well, you done it. Well, yeah. You don't know how long it's gonna stay. I like know. This. We don't know how long we got. So let, let's tie off this rope here on the cross beam and shimmy on down. Okay, yeah, we got to hurry then. Yeah, we got to hurry. All right. So you tie off the uh, the rope onto this support beam and drop it down into the building. <clears throat> Who's going first? I'll go first. All right. So Honcho slides down the rope and... Uh, oh, rope burn, rope burn. And uh, Dennis is going to yeah, go I, next. You know what? Well, I'll, I'll go in, but, you know, uh, I got these wings ready. Oh, that's true. You've got the wings, so you don't even need to use the rope. <clears throat> no, no so. I don't really. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know how how uh, far down this thing is. So It's about 40-odd 40, 40 feet, so the rope is, is, is long enough, but just. However, you don't even need to use it. So Honcho slides down the rope, and then you just begin gliding, and you are glad when you when the uh, fan begins spinning, spinning again and chops the rope that you oh, didn't yeah. need no. to uh, uh, take the rope down because you would have still been some 20 feet in the air, perhaps. Uh, but, well, and it wouldn't have even really mattered that much because you could just initiated a glide or something, but still... It's a little bit surprising when it when it starts spitting again and the and the ruined metal briefcase crashes to the ground alongside the uh, severed rope. Oh, heads up! However, 
you find yourselves in a very wide, nicely lit hallway. And you can see way down towards the front of the building uh, a door. And um, behind you, you see what must be uh, an elevator. Mm. And, um, but, and there's clearly what appears to be up ahead of you, both on the left and the right, two very, very large rooms, like airplane hangar sized rooms almost. Mm. With large. Well, they don't even have doors. They're just you can see huge gaps in the in the corridor walls. Let's check out these here big big rooms first, then go on from here. I I I'll check out the right one. You check out the left one. Yeah, well, speaking of big rooms, that might be where big robots live. Well, it's best to find that out now. Yeah, I suppose. So we ought to take a look. Yeah, and I'm so reckless, I'm just going to run forward and poke my head into the right room and see what's in the room on our right. Okay. Well, uh, Honcho, being reckless, uh, rushes ahead. And, uh, I mean, the gap is so big, you can see into it, you know, long before you're actually standing in front of it. Mm-hmm. But you rush ahead and you can see in this room, and it's again, pretty well lit, but you do see um, what appears to be a giant robot. Um, about 30-odd feet tall. Um, it looks a little bit like the um, Bastion soldier's armor that you had seen before, but it's clearly not that. Because it's so much bigger, um, <clears throat> and it is um, its arms are down by its sides, and but it's got like this um, some kind of support structure under its sh- under its shoulders, and its feet are actually off of the ground. And there's like a little, sort of a um, almost a scaffolding built around it um, that you could that looks like it's it's designed to allow access sort of to it, um, you know, to for God knows what reason, um, but that's the most striking thing on the in the in the large room on the right hand side. And the thing is so big, it it, it you know d- almost dwarfs the the room, which is massive in and of itself. And then there's um, you know uh, all, all sorts of like various little tools and things on the ground. There's like a, a sort of a workstation set up um, next to the scaffolding with like a, an old computer terminal on it um, this is you feel like you can guess probably the giant robot um, that Mr. Green alluded to but it does not move it does not do anything it's not even on the ground it's like hoisted slightly above the ground hey you dumb robot Not does not respond in any way Okay, I, th- I think this room's okay, but we've got this big-ass robot. What's over in the left room, Mr. Pickle? Well, wait a second now. You said you think this room's okay, but you mentioned the giant robot. I have to see that myself. Well, come look at this giant-ass robot. It's, it's just suspended from the ceiling, and it got well, some kind of... 
So it's got it's got like a, a kind of a lift that's suspending it with these. Uh, it's like a two pronged fork with like these. It's almost like a forklift fork, right? Yeah. Except in its in its armpits, basically, with these like black and yellow striped uh, tines coming out from underneath it, and and it's apparently some sort of hydraulic lift structure or something that's, that's holding it up. Yeah, he's hanging up here on this fork. Well, how about that? Uh, that dang old thing's out of commission, looks like. Well, well, yeah, if, uh, if we don't find anything else, we got this, we could pick this thing apart, or oh, this thing would, you could build a whole other boomtown with this thing. Uh, we ought to, uh, come back here if it, you know after checking out the other areas I'm gonna go look out uh, look in this left room so yeah you turn around and look behind you into this other very very large room and what you see is um, sitting on sort of a, a short pedestal on the floor is a massive Ring. It's hard to it's hard to describe, but it's like a, a massive ring that almost looks like. I mean, it's it's easily large enough for this robot to fit inside. Well, I found the robot's hula hoop. <laughs> I don't That's know. Good. Uh, I, I can't think of what in the hell this would be for if it ain't for that and again there's like a, a couple workstations on either side of, of this of this ring with uh, and there's like wires and cabling uh, all over the floor and uh, a couple uh, you know computer terminals uh, on either side of it and um, additionally um, coming up out of the floor are a pair of uh, pipes um, and they come up out of the floor and curve down into the base of the uh, little pedestal that this ring is sitting on um, and it's hard to tell whether the pipes are glowing blue or or transparent and whatever is in them is sort of glowing blue yeah I see some blue pipes. Uh, yeah, funny stuff. Yeah, it's funny. Wacky stuff. Well, I think this here robot's immobile. So, I don't think we need to worry too much about this robot. We can take a look around the rest of this place to see what they got. And then we can come up here and see what we could do about this robot. Yeah. Yeah, as long as it ain't coming after us, we don't need to worry about it. No, I don't think so. Let's check out this uh, here elevator in the back of the place. Oh, um, do I see my crowbar that fell down? Yes, yes, you can retrieve it. Great, I'm going to pick that up. And then, um... Does that uh, 
we go to that um, elevator, does that, um, is there buttons for that or anything? There is one button down. Down. Mm. Well, we were already, uh, on, I thought we was coming down the ground floor, apparently not. Got, uh, is a. I bet he's got sub levels. Yeah. Yeah. Man, maybe, maybe we ought to check uh, the rest of this level if there's anything else. I, th- I think that was it, unless uh, there was a door up front, but I thought maybe that was just the front door. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, it's hard to, hard to, hard to tell unless you maybe go not. check it out. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll. Uh, I mean, if it is. I'll tell you this. Okay. I'll tell you this much. Uh, Honcho was reckless, so I imagine maybe he just went went back and pushed the button. Uh, I did. On the, I did. On the elevator, yeah. <laughs> I did. Well, and when you do that, um, a, a, sm- a little sign lights up that says "Access Denied" and is accompanied by a voice that says "Access Denied." <laughs> well, that's rude. Hmm. Uh, uh, hey, Mister. Uh, Elevator voice, why don't you let us uh, go down? I don't. You weren't supposed. To, oh gosh, you weren't supposed to figure out that I was actually had my consciousness uploaded. Oh. Whoa! Well, uh, you Whoa. sound like. Uh, now your voice sounds a little bit uh, different than than your uh, if if you are Bane, uh, you're not how I uh, pitch you sounding. Oh no, no, <laughs> oh, silly! I'm not Bane. Uh, I'm better than I'm one better than Bane. I'm Kane. Kane. <laughs> well, now, well, Mister Kane. Uh, uh, we's here, uh, exploring this building, uh, that we was told, uh, belonged to Mr. Bain. You know, we told there was some, uh, goodies inside here, since no one else is, uh, apparently, uh, you know, using this place. We thought maybe we'd just help ourselves, and, uh, and we would appreciate you not, uh, you know, interfering in nothing. We, we just come and we're just going to take some stuff and leave. And yeah, well, uh, what's, what's the fellas got to do to get access? If access is denied, how do we get it? Well, access can only be granted if you have the appropriate clearance. Mm. Well, mm. I don't suppose anybody has that clearance now. I mean, uh, I haven't seen no no Bane company people around and ever so uh, I don't know are you aware of uh, you know what the situation is how long you been uh, your consciousness been inside the uh, electronics well I uploaded myself hundreds of years ago it must have been by now well, didn't yeah. you realize there's been a big poxy eclipse? 
what? It's been a big pox eclipse. I was not aware of this. Yeah, the <laughs> whole world done fucked up. Yeah, we got nuked. We, we got nuked yep. with an exclamation point. That's the name of the game, brother. We done been nuked. Oh. Well, in that case, I will have to ponder the situation. But in the meantime, I cannot grant you access without the proper clearance. And a small slot begins blinking as if to suggest that if you were to find the right card to put in the slot. Yeah. Well, maybe we ought to take a closer look around these rooms, around these workstations. Maybe we find us a card. Well, yeah. Or this... Uh... Kane character. Why don't, how about you just ask us some riddles and let us in that way? <laughs> Enough with riddles and doorways, thank you. <laughs> Interdimensionally speaking. I don't know any riddles anyway, I'm sorry. I'm a scientist, damn it. Well, no matter, we'll get the clearances somehow. You know, we're going to get to the bottom floor get them goodies mm. go uh, go back into the uh, go back into the right hand room that has the, the great big robot and uh, look around those workstations you mentioned the computer workstation see if there's anything like a key card or, or anything like that you don't see one uh, you look quite carefully um, the desk of course the desks are rather cluttered with with papers and uh, sort of drawings and schematics and wiring and, and, and things um, servo motor diagrams and whatnot um, but uh, after a fairly thorough search through the giant robot room you do not find a key card now let's go look through that big ring room. Let's see if we find one there. If we can't find one there, we have to go up that front door anyway and see what's up there. Yeah. If I was a so key car, where would I hide? You search also through the, um, what we're calling the ring room, I suppose. And um, you don't find uh, a key card there either, but you do find behind the ring, um, it was kind of hidden from view when you were outside, but when you a searching room, of course, I assume you go behind it. Um, you see uh, a sort of switch box in the floor with like a uh, kind of a large red lever coming out of it that is wired into the base of the pedestal that the ring is situated on. Oh, I'll pull that switch. Reckless like. You reckless some bitch. Well, <laughs> okay. Um, as soon as you do that, um, you hear this whirring noise start, Uh-oh. and um, the blue the blue pipes begin. The, the riddle is answered as to whether this they're transparent and the substance is blue because they begin sort of gurgling and bubbling um, up out of the floor um, through the pipes. It appears, and um, with sort of a, a quick couple snaps and sparks and then like a blue glowing mist appears to fill the ring. Hmm. What in the hell's happening? 
I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm going to pull the lever back. <laughs> All that... Uh, the, the, the humming dies down slowly. The, the, the ring... The mist inside the ring dissipates and the uh, pipes return to normal. Okay, now I know, we know what that does. That makes a hum and a mist. Well, yeah, but I suppose that uh, something uh, were to go inside the mist, something else would happen. You know, it has a function somehow. Yeah, well, we'll find that out, but first let's find his key card. We know we've got to have one around here somewhere. Hey, key card, where are you? Well, yeah, I, I suppose we ought to look uh, towards that door. Yeah, we can go up to the front of the building and look in that door. Well, the door opens with no issue mm-hmm. and uh, leads you into a small room. Um, kind of a nice looking room um, and you notice that in the door that leads to the outside there are um, what appear to be windows out into the street although you didn't see windows on the other side looking in so it's a little mm-hmm. magic windows. Yeah, and indeed if you tricky windows yeah, it's kind of kind of weird, but um, this is a very a small, pleasant, clean room. Relatively, um, there's a couple small tables, um, each with you know four chairs around them. Um, on the wall, w- where the door is that you just walked through, um, on either side of the door that you just walked through, there's a uh, like a vend- like a vending machine with like you know pre-war snacks. And uh, on the other side is a uh, soda machine with pre-war drinks. And um, they're both powered on. This building obviously still has power somehow um, without some obvious generator running. Um, And um, you hear a quietly humming water cooler as well um, with a sort of stack of those... um, conical paper cups in like a dispenser you know and um on so obviously the door you came through on the opposite side of that is the door to the outside and then on um your left there are three doors uh two of them are clearly restrooms and uh one um is labeled um sea wing uh, the door that you just walked through um, has a label above it as well, and it's labeled B-Wing slash Bio. And then the door to your right, there's one door on that wall, um, and that says A-Wing. Hmm. Well, you know what, all these wings and... Uh, I'm, you know what, I, I'm just going to take a seat at this table and I'm going to... Smoke a cigarette just to. I'm starting to get a little cranky. I need to send some tobacco. I'm going to look into C Wing because I think that's a secret message to me because I'm still waiting for my letter C in my last name. So I could be Honcho Pickle. Right now, just Honcho Pie, and I'm still waiting for my C. 
So I think if I go into the C-Wing, maybe I get my C. <laughs> All right. So you open the door as, De- as Dennis Pickle uh, sits down uh, at a table and begins smoking a cigarette. You pop open the door into the C-Wing, and you see a much more narrow hallway than the one that you dropped into from the roof. And um, there are three doors uh, in, in the wall on the left-hand side. Lab one, lab two, and lab three. I want to go down and look inside lab three because that's the third letter of the alphabet. And, and, uh, and, and, and C is, you know, C and three. That, there's a secret meaning here for me. This is this has all been prearranged for my benefit. That's what I think. You're Could be crazy. <laughs> so you walk down to the last door, um, and I should mention it's open, but um, it is clearly closable and also apparently hermetically sealable. Um, so who knows what they were doing in here but it looks like as you walk by it looks like all of these labs are individually ventilated and hermetically sealable um, lab 3 that you uh, and that would explain the ventilation on the roof um, you walk into lab 3 and you see and it's hard to note how to describe these things because I know you as a player will know what I'm talking about, but your character is probably your character probably has no fucking idea what any of this stuff is. But uh, you see um, a row on the countertop of what look like large industrial blenders and um, a couple microscopes. And uh, of course, there's a you know computer terminal and a workstation and stuff, um, and uh, several uh, like oh, hey, what oh god what's the thing uh, centrifuge, hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, there's actually a notebook on the uh, table where the computer workstation is. Take that notebook, and flip through it, because I'm a cunning linguist. Um, so I don't know how much uh, Honcho knows about gene sequencing. I, I'm going to assume that's very probably. Little. I know jack shit about <laughs> yeah. gene sequencing. Well, but, if, um, you, if you consider it a language, then I just, I'm, yeah. If I'm a, if I just a language, I'm real. I'm a gaka baka. What what is it all? G A C A. You know, I don't know. A C G and T. A C D A C D C. I don't know what all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. Uh, the I, I suppose after flipping through for a few moments, you the gist of it is that um, there's some kind of uh, imported creature, and there's all kinds of um, splicing going on. I don't like the looks of this notebook at all. I'm gonna shake it real good, make sure there ain't a key card uses a bookmark in it somewhere. No. You shake it real good, and uh, a key card drops out. Hey, well, you know, I just see that's exactly what I do. I use a little key card for a bookmark. Hey, Mr. Pickle, I got a key card and I found some kind of monster book. 
Ah, uh, yeah, that's great. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm finishing up my third cigarette. Just a minute. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put the monster book in my pack. You All never right. know. I might need to read this if I get bored. Abba Kadabba Baba, and uh, and yeah, there's up to some bad, wicked voodoo in his place. I'll tell you what, right now, Mister Pickle, I'll say like, I'm just gonna skip rooms, you know, B and A for now, and just go back to Mister Pickle for the moment. Look here, got right, this one, key one and two, but yes, yeah, one and two, and, and uh. Hey, I, we've still a couple more rooms to look in, but they's up to some wicked voodoo in this place here. They're making monsters or something. Let's look, see at this here book. Uh, yeah, well, I, I think they, uh, if they've made monsters, maybe they all got nuked. And hopefully they're gone now. Hopefully they's gone, but you never know. We, we need uh, to be on our best lookout. Are you flipping through this, uh, this notebook as well, Mr. Pickle? Sure. Well, yeah. Um. The first, so so you know, you I don't know how much sense you can really make of it, but you do find one kind of disturbing sketch of like a um. Hum, what what appears to be a, a man a dog man, like a large, well muscled dog man. Whoa! Look at that. And there's a. Uh, little human drawn next to him for scale and he's like you know two or three times bigger than the little human little doggy on there yeah uh, big doggy this is a must big be a, mutant a, doggy mutie yeah he's a mutie they's making mutants in here well yeah maybe but you know I mean they I think uh our time being out uh, here uh, in the city, even before that, you know, there's this whole place is making mutants. Uh, you know, I got these wings. I think there's uh, kind of, you know, uh, alpha gamma rays just kind of floating around through the air, blowing through like tumbleweed around here. Caught maybe, me some maybe, of that. Maybe these guys made the first mutants. Maybe they, maybe, they, maybe this whole pox eclipse is it's got something to do with them. Well, yeah, maybe these sons of bitches is the reason for the whole episode. Well, look here, see, we got the key card they're using as bookmark in this notebook. So, you know, I think we can get on that. I think we got the access now and go talk to Kane voice man you know but uh you know there's also two doorways here may have something interesting behind them well you know right here right here in the uh in the c wing and then there's this here a wing and that's before we'd ever get downstairs with the elevator so maybe we ought to maybe you're right maybe i'll finish looking around this level before we try to go down yeah all right let's have a look you should always have a good look before you go down. So you know what you're going down into. Oh, are you making a sex joke? What? <laughs> no, you Yeah, decided. you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I guess you don't. You're a virgin. You ain't never had none. Yeah. No, I, I, I not ain't like, a shame. Not like me. Your old man 
gone down on all kinds of babes. I know I, I told you all about it. I, I, I didn't understand any of your stories, and I'm saving myself for true love. <laughs> you, you were a funny boy. I ain't ashamed. I ain't ashamed to be a virgin. It ain't embarrassing. I ain't embarrassed. Well, I think you should be. But, uh, yeah. But you're right. Let's have a look. Always helps to have a look. Know what you're dealing with. Well, let's look in rooms one and two here in this here uh, C-Wing before we move on to A, since we already got, you know, the third room. Yeah. So, um, yeah. You, um, and I'll just fairly quickly tell you that um, rooms one, labs one and two are basically the kind of laid out the same as lab three. There are some different sets of notes in different handwriting in, in notebooks in those rooms as well about, you know, experiments and splicing and, and these imported uh, creatures and stuff. Um, but they're basically kind of the same. It looks like they were all kind of working on the same project. Mm-hmm. When they say these creatures is imported, Mr. Pickle, that's that was the part just, that's a little bit disturbing. Where is these imported from? Hey, I was just going to ask you that. Where the hell are they getting these things from? They probably got them out of that magic circle in the magic ring room. You turn on a switch, and it's like a gateway to another universe. Because I remember I seen that old uh, that old graphic novel that was laying around all beat up. You know that time called Stargate. I bet you there's that ring there is a Stargate. These important creatures from another universe that come in here and cause a dang pox eclipse. Now you're getting just carried away. I told you not to read them damn comic books, them funny books. <laughs> yeah, them funny books, they're bad for the brain, I know. But, but uh, no, I, I think definitely these important creatures from somewhere that ain't around that ain't around here, I'll tell you that, Mr. Pickle. Well, yeah, I ain't seen, I ain't been to no zoos like that, so they're getting them from, maybe you're right, maybe they're getting them off-world, off-dimension. Something. I think that Bane was a bad boy. He's up to some bad voodoo, I'm telling you. Uh, there might be a little bit of uh, <laughs> metagame knowledge slipping in. <laughs> just a little bit. Just, just a little bit, but, but that's, you know, that's totally cool. <laughs> yeah. well, I think it's plausible that I found me a Stargate graphic novel on a trash heap somewhere. That's not a, not unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. but... Uh, Okay, so maybe, I don't know if we got time, but we got this whole here uh, A wing we got to look at too. Yeah, we do okay. have an entire A wing, an entire um, who knows how many sub levels, uh, and we haven't really messed with the ring too much or the giant robot for that matter and explored any of that stuff. So there is still, I am afraid, quite. A bit of stuff to cover, which we are. Um, I'm just. I'm afraid we're not going to be able to get to it in this episode. That's all right. You know, every every now and then we go more than three stories. We've done six episodes of certain games in the past. You never know how many we can go. I'm happy to go a few more. We're enjoying our characters, and it's a nice, simple, clean system. And I did. I did hear back from uh, uh, Mac after the first episode dropped and uh he seemed to be he seemed to be enjoying the characters as well so hopefully all of you out there are as well yeah and uh thanks for making it 
Thanks for making a great game, Mac. I love playing in your universe, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's fun so far. And uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, on to the fifth, I guess. Yeah. On to the fifth. Uh, that may be the last one. And of course, now you guys know uh, what will happen if you activate that ring and go through it. I'm quite sure. <laughs> yeah. Saving that for the last is what I'm thinking. <laughs> a little bit of metagamey saving for the last. Good thing I right. found that Star, Stargate funny book. Yeah. But hey, if that actually happens, maybe we'll do a Honcho and Dennis explore Conan's world. Series. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's, I think that's a good idea. I think I like it there, but we'll worry about it. We, we, now we get a little metagame. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Well, until next time, we, w- we will uh, see you then and explore the rest of this crazy facility. All right. See you then. See you. Hey, everybody. If you like our podcast, don't forget to leave us a good rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or wherever you're able. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Goonies underscore world. And check out our website at GooniesWorldPodcast.com. Email us at GooniesWorldPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.